Craft Beer Radio interview from Saver with Greg Cook from Stone Brewing. Greg Cook from Stone Brewing Company. Uh, welcome to Saver. What inspired you guys to come here? Well, uh, besides being on the events committee for the Brewers Association to put this together, it, you know, actually, let me tell you what sort of inspired the whole thing to, because that's what inspired me to come. Uh, when we were putting together this event, uh, we were very inspired by the Salone del Gusto, which is Slow Food International's once every two years uh, artisanal specialty foods event in turn Italy. And uh, as part of the Brewers Association, uh, I've assisted in pouring there at the American Craft Beer booth uh, three different times over the last uh, eight years. And it's a fantastic event, and it's very much about the appreciation of all things artisanal. And so we sort of borrowed from that, from a lot of our own beer culture, and uh, put together the Saver event. How did it, well, I guess you're on the planning committee. How did this whole thing come about in terms of you know making, getting all the people interested, getting all the other brewers interested in doing it? Or was it just really easy? Once you said beer and food, they all just said, let's go. Well, it, it, absolutely. Um, we had a, a process by which we uh, divided the country up into uh, sections, and then we had a lottery system for all those who were interested in participating in the event. They put their brewery name into the lottery. And we picked five breweries from each region. Very good ones. We have to get some very good ones. But, you know, honestly, I think some of the ones who are most focused on this whole beer and food thing and about the really intense and wonderful wide world of flavor profiles that can be in beer, um, we're the ones who also make some really good beer. You know, people like Sam and Garrett and the list goes on. Now, you just recently finished the um, Stone Bistro. Yes. And uh, I hear you have some pretty good beer and food pairings there as well. I haven't been there firsthand. We haven't made it out to San Diego. But um, I'm curious, um, were you able to bring any of the pairings that you use in the restaurant there? Or or did they have a, a set menu that you needed to, to pull off of for, for this event? Yeah, we weren't able to use any of our own particular re- uh, recipes from the Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens. Um, but a lot of the experiences that I've gathered over the years, which we've employed at the Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens, um, it was, was very helpful to the process. So definitely having the backdrop of the Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens. Did I say that? Um, <laughs> I guess I got the name slightly wrong, and you're making sure I know it. <laughs> uh, just If you just repeat to yourself, Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens, that, that's all you need to do. Let me hear you say it. Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens. Okay, and Greg? Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens. Kind of rolls off the tongue, yes, doesn't it? Fantastic. Um, so, well, yeah, where was I? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I do have a question for you, if I ever talk to you. The, uh, the whole Verdict Wepic series. Yes. How is it going as you had anticipated way back in 2002? Is, are the beers aging as gracefully as you had hoped? I mean, just in general, how's the Vertical Epic series going from your initial plan? Well, uh, it's actually going very well. We didn't have a big grand plan other than, hey, let's create this beer uh, series that, one, allows us uh, this It's this new format for which us, we can just play around. We definitely knew uh, that it was going to be sort of Belgian-influenced styles sent through our brewery at Stone, you know, so a lot of our own personality involved in it. Um, the ones uh, that, that we've been storing in our cold boxes, we've been storing them in our cold box, uh, have been holding up fantastically. Now, th- those who store them on the dashboard of their, their car or in closets or, you know, honestly, uh, it says on the bottles, cellar temp or below. 
It doesn't say cellar temp, but sometimes during really hot days in the summer, if it's only for a week, it gets up to 75, that that's okay. And you can't expect that beer is going to age that well. It's just like a fine bottle of wine. You need to have control. If you have no control, you're going to have results that vary quite a bit. Um, so I've certainly read a lot of posts on some of the beer enthusiast forums and such that, that talk about it going south. So it's like, well, if you abuse it, it will go south. So I guess buyer beware if you're paying $800 oh, yeah. for an O2 Vertical Epic, huh? Yeah, I, I would be highly suspect because unless you can verify exactly how it was stored, you have no idea if that stone O2, O2, O2 Vertical Epic Ale um, is going to be in the kind of condition it should be to command that level of, of dollars. Do you think it should command that level of dollars? <laughs> yeah, that that's always tough. I mean, you know, with any art... It's always in the eye of the beholder, and it's always it's it's worth what somebody is willing to pay for it. So, all the you know any comments to say it's not worth that much just means somebody's raising their hand and saying I wouldn't pay that much. Fair enough. Don't ask me if I would pay that much. That's a little bit of a challenge. It's it's hard it's hard for me to put myself in that position. We've talked about it on our show about when you get to prices of a certain high level. There's a trade-off there. You have to trade off. You know, you're, you're going to have an enjoy. You're going to really enjoy this beer. You assume for the price you're going to pay. It's like it's like any high-end uh, beer wine or spirits. When they start getting in the severe north-end territory of price range, it's a certain kind of buyer. I, personally, I couldn't open any bottle of uh, you know specialty single malt from way back when or wines or anything of that price range and not just have it actually cloud my enjoyment. Because I, I couldn't relax and just enjoy it. I'm, I'm not that frivolous with my money. And, and uh, actually, frivolous is the wrong word, but it's just not the style that I can spend money in. All right, Greg. Well, I think that's about it. Uh, thank you very much for spending some time with us. And uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend here at Saver in D.C. Uh, looking really forward to Saver. And uh, we'll see you guys at the Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens. As soon as we can make it out there. Thanks, and we hope you enjoyed this Craft Beer Radio coverage of Saver. To find more, visit www.craftbeerradio.com slash saver. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit www.craftbeerradio.com for more details.